This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. So if I do this again, okay, there it is. Now I got it. All right. So we kind of have to do that again. So konnichiwa, five, four, three, two, one. Happy hour, listeners! Hello! David's back, and there's gonna be trouble. David's back! Woo! Alright, so yeah, my name is David OJ, and I am back from Japan! I am at MetalDave01 on Twitter.com, and I'm joined, as always, by Beth. Hello! I'm at H I V E R. H-U-I-T on Twitter, and I'm not back from anywhere. No. I didn't go anywhere. No, and then we also have Veronica. Yeah, I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter, and I'm also not back from anywhere. I didn't go anywhere. Right. Yeah, nobody went anywhere but me, which is why, <laughs> which is why after 10 games... We're finally recording another episode. Game 10 is later (laughs) this week against San Jose. So technically, yeah, we record an episode after the Canes game. And then eight more games happened in that time. And now we are here today, Monday, October 21st. We are the Happy Hour, reunited at Happy Hour on Twitter.com. Reunited and it feels so good. Veronica, there are so many songs that play at work that make me think of you, and now I just (laughs) blanked on the name of the one. It's not Gloria. It's another one that makes me think of Gloria, and then I'm like, Veronica. Speaking of Gloria. They're beating the Avalanche right now, three to one. Well, that doesn't matter. Oh, why you brought it up? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, I wonder what that song is, Beth. I'll find out, and then I'll message you. Yes. It's because we yes, whipped we them like dogs twice yeah. in a row? Or was there a game in Two between? Times. I actually don't remember. There but... was games in between. Uh, seven days apart. Yeah. Okay. Last Saturday and this past Saturday. Right, right. Okay. So, yeah. Let's, um, let's see. Dave, do you know what you missed while you were away? Um... Every- Code Kanyemi was being sent to Laval. Oh. No, Code Kanyemi was being treated. Yeah. Suzuki was being sent to Laval. Yeah. Paul Julian got fired. Yeah. Everyone was yeah. getting traded. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was getting traded. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. I was I was a little bit in touch with the with the Twitter sphere as I was you know tramping around uh, Japan and whatnot. Um. Because uh, the the bullet trains have free Wi-Fi, um, and it's oh, good. Oh, those trains look nice. Jesus Christ! Those, they call them the Holy Shin, shit. the Shinkansen, the bullet train. And there's uh, different types. There's good ones, like the best ones that they have. I actually couldn't get on uh, with my pass that I bought. But like the ones right below that one that go 20 kilometers a mile, 20 kilometers an hour less, I could get on, and those were real nice. So. In the United States, we have Amtrak. That's like the big rail <laughs> thing on the East Coast. And oh my God, Amtrak! It's bad. Amtrak is not the Shinkansen. The Shinkansen, <laughs> you have your like a, a a fucking plush seat. Yeah, you can adjust yes. back and forth. It's like sitting in an airplane seat, like in business class. You get your own, um, you get your own outlet. That you can plug everything into. There's the free Wi-Fi that you don't have to pay for. Because that's what free means. We um, shouldn't pay for Wi-Fi. It's 2019. There should just be national Wi-Fi. And Japan yeah. has that. Every once in a while, yeah. if, if I was out in the middle of nowhere, there was a there was a Wi-Fi signal called 0000 Japan. It didn't it didn't work <laughs> great. But it was there at times, and I had it on auto join on my phone, so just pick it up and I get a notification or two. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, 
why the hell are we talking about trains? Yes, I was on the trains and I got the free <laughs> Wi-Fi, so I got some updates about Twitter. Yeah, people gotta calm the fuck down. Always. Always gotta calm down. Oh, we lost against the Wild? Who the fuck cares? We beat them once already. Oh, we lost against the Red Wings? Yeah, we're gonna have a bad game. Do I know how many losses in total we have this season? Three. And three times the sky fell in Montreal. Three times the Antichrist rose from the bowels of hell. Three times uh, locusts invaded the boulangeries. It was terrible. It's like, jeez. Oh no, the bagel. No, no, yeah, not the bagels. Oh no. Oh, please. Please don't take the bagels. Oh no. Oh god, why Satan? Don't get David started on the bagels. Don't get me started on the bagels. No. He's the one that said the boulangerie. I did say yeah, the boulangerie. It's his fault. I did. I did. Because it matters to them for some reason. <laughs> oh. But and um. Guess what? Yeah. You know who's having himself a season? I mean, it's still early, but you know who looks absolutely wonderful? Oh, I have an idea. Jeffy That's yes. fucking right. And I will point a at my I will point at my yes. fucking pinned tweet. My pinned tweet, god damn it. And it <laughs> the pinned tweet is as whatever it's called. It's accurate. Yes, it, okay. Yes. I'm liking Guess some tweets. Guess how many tweets. points he has in these first 9 games? 9. No, sorry. 12. No, it's fewer. It's a single digit. Oh, eight. Eight. Seven. Okay. How's he have a point a game? No, he has a point a game, doesn't he? Maybe this. Maybe the thing I was reading was old. Let's pull up the Montreal Canadiens new app that is beautiful. Why do I have to sign in? God damn it! <laughs> he has eight points in nine games. Nope, he did not get a point against the Bolts, which we also lost against. Oh my God. It's the I fucking Tampa good. Bay Lightning, for God's they sake. Out, they of, they're currently Iowa. out of, yeah, and they're out of a playoff spot. They're out of a wild card, out of a wild card spot right oh. now. So, okay, I have things to say about Jonathan Drewing. Yes. Um, so as I've mentioned before. I was did not like Jonathan Drewin because of his history. Um, yes. He's a bad boy. And whatever. Um, Great watches, as, though. Huh? Great watches. Oh, he wears a watch. <laughs> like a man's watch. Yeah, like, like a like, like a, a watch that covers his entire wrist. Or, yeah. Yeah. And so. Hands. Yes. As I have per myself gotten older and understood the world a little bit more and then just watched J. Drew go through life and do things and become the person who he is because he's still fairly young. He's younger than I am and and whatnot. I think that oh, really? what he was Yes. He's I think he's twenty at most twenty five. Um I think that, that what he was doing in when he was with Tampa and the crunch, um, I think that he was, he knew what he wanted and he knew what he needed to be the best player that he could be. And he wasn't getting it in Tampa. And so being what we saw as difficult was him advocating for himself and his agent, I think also recognized that and was like, yeah, I mean, his agent also wants him to get paid so he can get paid. But His agent is also Walsh. Yeah, exactly. So he's going to make a goddamn nightmare scenario out of anything <laughs> when he believes that the player deserves it. In the yeah. case for Pacioretty, in the case of Joe Drouin. So, yeah, that is true. He's also yeah. 24. So I think Markov, too, and nothing really worked there. No. But I just wanted to say that because it was something that I recently realized that in the last couple of weeks, it was like, Oh, like this is possibly a thing that was going on that I didn't see mentioned anywhere. I also wasn't as into reading articles and things at the time, but I think that was definitely I think that was definitely a thing that Drew was doing, and I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, no, no, that's good. Now, Drew, man, I'm so glad, and I will read once I found. Oh fuck, where did it go? 
my pinned tweet that I mentioned before, I said, anyway, based on nothing. I know. I was like, anyway, based on nothing but what his teammates say, I'm anticipating this coming season to be Druan's best. Send tweet, hashtag go Habs go, with only 15 likes. Um, but I have it pinned. I like it, don't I? Well, I know, and you count for like 50 people, so it's more like 65. But, um, so I, I, I pinned that on October the 1st. And that was at the probably at the tail end of the preseason. Um But yeah, I'm sticking to it, god damn it. Yeah. So no, he, he looks fantastic. Yeah, he looks He looks amazing. fantastic. And you know why a big part of that? You know who I love? That chemistry. First of all, that line with Armia, but he and Kotaniami, they're like this. Yeah. Pointing at my eyes and their eyes. Mm-hmm. They're like this, the two of them. They paired for a goal against... Who was it? Uh, who did they play on Saturday night? It's already ancient history. Uh, okay. St. Louis. Yeah, the Blues. The Bloods. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, when they killed them. Like, just tore them apart. Was it I that know. game? Or yeah. was it... um? Because one of them, they just killed them. The other one was a little so... bit more even. Last Saturday, I was at the first of the of the Habs games that I couldn't watch this year live because I was at a Thanksgiving thing, Canadian Thanksgiving, which we do very early. It's basically the same right around Columbus Day. And I was at a Thanksgiving thing, and so I thought, well, I can't watch the hockey game, but thankfully, they have hockey on when I got there. Unfortunately, it was on release, but I got them to change it. Good. So, um, yeah, and nice. they were losing. They were down, I think, three to one. I think they scored the first goal of the game, and then they were losing. But anyway, they came back to win that game six to three. Max Domi was a force in that game. Oh yeah, he got the most beautiful empty net goal I've seen in a long time. Oh, and di- and wasn't that the game where he was uh, chirping uh, Petrangelo, uh, whatever his name yeah. is? Yeah, Petrangelo hit him in the face with That's the stick. That's right. That's right. He that was chirping was... the rats. That was the game where, yup, I remember I watched uh, most of that game. Um, that was right after the typhoon. So Sunday yes. for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that was the game where it's like, look what happens when you hit Max in the face with a stick. He activates. <laughs> well, and, and instead of losing his mind and sucker punching air necklace like you could do, <laughs> he... Just channeled it, and he was—he—he he was just a force. For unstoppable. The rest of that game. Unstoppable. He was unstoppable. Awesome. Yeah. He was—he he was amazing. Anyway, yeah. We were talking. So that was last Saturday. Yeah. Six to three, including an empty netter. St. Louis likes to pull the goalie with like several minutes left, thinking that they're going to do something. Well, there's a reason that there's two L's in Allen's name. <laughs> I saw that on yeah, Twitter. Nobody let him on Saturday. Hmm. Six seconds into the second period, and Gallagher, Gallagher just flung yep. it at the net, and then he went to get his own rebound after he scored. Of course, <laughs> of course, naturally. And Gallagher. No, nah, that's great. That's awesome. No, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. No, one of the, I mean, yes, Druand, great, Domi is great um and then yeah so people like you said will have been freaking out about uh Kukaniemi's slow start um there's some quote unquote, yeah. there are some weird things with Yasperi that I noticed too is that man he has to find a pair of skates that fit him or something because <laughs> that guy is always falling over for whatever reason and of course he is 19 literally growing into his body still he's still growing yes he gained weight he gained muscle on purpose exactly over the summer and suzuki's in almost the same situation but i think suzuki's a bit better on his skates because he's just shorter than kutka like kutka on the emmy looks like gumby out there sometimes (laughs) (laughs) no because he's he's wacky waving inflatable arm tube man you know (laughs) he's a huge he's a tall kid and he has a really long stick that he uses and i think he gets himself overworked so i think that's just 
it's his, it's his sophomore year in the NHL. He is not going to Laval because he, no, screw that. He's um, never ever. going to Laval. Or Finland. No, never. God, please. For summer vacation, that's where he's going. And we can have another great video out of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. I can't wait to see the next episode. I know. Right. I know. Yeah. Or just, I feel like KK, just, the people just need to give, not only KK, but give the whole team a minute. You're never going to ice a fucking bubble hockey team. Like, they're, they're, you're not going to put players on the ice that are just perfect and ready to go first game of the season. Like, yes, they're going to be conditioned and know who they're playing with and what have you, but players are not, it's it's not going to be a movie. It's not going to be like the last game in Miracle or whatever. Like, there's, there's a reason why you play games, period, and why you play 82 of them in a season. You got to see what happens. You got to watch players develop. If a player only played five games in a season, they're not going to get a chance to develop and grow and learn and change and do whatever. They would stay very much the same and we'd be really bored. Yeah, I don't... It's sort of really boring how these people throw out their predictions and like they're still talking about who's a playoff team, who's not a playoff team when we're 10 games in. And, you know, uh, what we've seen from Edmonton, for example, which I've really enjoyed because I like that team. I like that fan base. I like the city of Edmonton. I like I know people like to make fun of Edmonton and pick on Edmonton, but I like them. Um, they're not going to maintain this pace. No, like they'll level out. But it's like, you know, I was saying I, I can't remember who I was talking with on Twitter, but <clears throat> sort of the propensity to like just uh, sort of the drum that I've been beating about how I don't believe in Tampa and how they couldn't even win a single playoff team and as soon as the Stanley Cup was won last year the experts were all already awarding the Stanley Cup next year to Tampa Bay before anybody had even like established their teams and hit the ice and I, I understand that a lot of people and you know media outlets and stuff like that like to set the narrative because that gets people worked up because it gets people returning to them to you know to get their information from you know whoever's opinion they agree with oh my god i just got distracted by this thing on canadian news that's why i've got on mute and turn the tv off everything's fine yeah. um so yeah so these outlets are trying to create these narratives and 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 have them pervade you know, the fan base. And, and I, I just don't, don't, wouldn't, don't you enjoy watching a movie and not knowing what's going to happen? Don't you like, don't you just enjoy sitting back and watching the, watching the games unfold and watching as each game unfolds and why you have to sit back and make a prediction now, I mean, I, I understand that it's fun, like if you're doing fantasy hockey or whatever, but chances are, like every year, the people that predict that the President's Cup or President's, President's Trophy winner is going to win the Stanley Cup, 98% of the time, those people are wrong. And people just forget <laughs> that that's always wrong. Yeah. Well, one mm -hmm. person that doesn't like watching uh, movies that I know without knowing what's going to happen is my fucking mother. Can't watch a movie with her. What's going to happen? <laughs> no, watch the fucking movie, Mom! Just watch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I could go on about I that. I people like that, and they're my children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, we'll find out if we keep watching. That's right. And I'm like, I haven't seen this before. I don't fucking know. <laughs> exactly. What? What? I don't. You? You think I know the future? If I could tell the future, I would have a lot Ooh, more money yeah, than I rich. do right now. Exactly. Mm. I bet on every horse. I don't even like horses, <laughs> but I'd bet on all of them. I could tell you the exact order that they'd finish in. Yeah. So it's just like 
and it's kind of like the, the reason that we put the happy hour together thanks dave for thinking of putting us together but it's just like i have moments there 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 <laughs> yeah you do there are while. other conversations to be had there are other conversations to be had um you know talking about each game talking about the evolution of of a player talking about the chemistry between Kotkaniemi and Droy talking about um how Armia has been a beast and on the yeah. power play and also the Habs power play by the way not too shabby and i can speak volumes to that Last Good. season, at the beginning of last season, the season before that, I was thinking, wow, the power play was really bad. Let's hope that this season's power play is better. I would be happy with at least 15%, which is not good. We finished last season with 13.1 or something like that. Um, Right now, in the month of October... The Habs have scored a power play goal in every game. <laughs> Sometimes two. Sometimes. Wait. Actually, don't. Th yes. I think once yeah. they did it twice, maybe. Uh, we did it on Saturday against St. Louis. Yeah, I think and that's right. Yep. And I think we did it before that, yeah. too. Now, which. And, look that up. and that translates numerically. Uh, yes, that is nine power play goals in 33 chances. That gives us a power play of 27.3. Good enough for, if I had it up already, sixth in the league in the power play. Uh, and who has the best power play? Fucking Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> And it's kind of funny because they have 10 goals in 26 opportunities. So, wow. That's, um, yeah, they're clicking at 38.5. That's outrageous. Granted, if you have someone on the power play like Connor McDavid, it's like, yeah. oh, my God. It's like having Shea Weber at the blue line, which that it's something that they learned not to do anymore, apparently. They like playing low. Yeah, it up. on the power play more passing sharper passing because why they they know each other now they get it druen is a hundred times smarter on the power play this year because his defensive play is better and just it's all it, it's all coalescing into the stew of special teams however there is a bad part to this stew of special teams and that's the penalty kill. The penalty kill is so <laughs> There's always something. We traded one for the other, and the penalty kill is literally killing us. So far, teams have scored on 71% of their power plays against the Habs. That's, if I'm reading that correctly, that's not good. And uh, that is, uh, what is that then? Um, crap, how, how does the math work with that? So in 31, uh-oh, I actually don't know how that works out. Wait a second. Wait, what is it? I messed that up. Um, right now. Yeah, that sounds like, that sounded pretty high. No, 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 that's not, that's not high. Like, uh, a def like defending, like a high percentage for the pa the penalty kill is 94%. Where in 35 attempts, only two goals are scored against, and that's the Golden Knights right now. Uh, right now, the Habs are 27th in the league on their power play with... Uh, 27th? 27th. Penalty kill, not power play? Power play? No, no, penalty kill. Oh, okay. Yeah. power play. Now, but you want to know who they're better than on the penalty kill? Tampa Bay, Nashville, <laughs> Chicago, and Winnipeg. Which is kind of crazy. Either way, yeah, the penalty kill sucks. They've given up a goal, I think, in every game <laughs> from the penalty kill. So they've scored on the power play and given up a goal on the penalty kill. Yay! And that is... Ah, uh, damn it. It just, it's not a... It's not a recipe for success. Because the thing well... that... Because the thing that figure it out, they will, and they will too, because they have too many good defensive people on the team to be that bad. 
Armia on the penalty kill is a beast. Byron, and we'll talk about Byron. Byron, when he gets his game together, monstrous. Weber on the penalty kill. Thompson. Uh, Sherratt. I'm actually not sure about Sherratt on the penalty kill at the moment. But regardless, there's enough pieces you know, aside from Sherratt that they can do good. It, it's just, it boggles my mind that the penalty kill is this bad. It's just, I don't know. That's fine. They're, they haven't even played 10 games yet. It yeah. is the first 10 games. And then, and yeah. the first 10 games, and... Fuck, I can't talk. Um, <laughs> um, my boyfriend, Mark Bridgman, <gasps> likes... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was hoping you were giving us news. Okay, oh, your no, boyfriend, Matt Bridgman... He um, likes to judge the Habs in ten game increments, and so oh, so we game... can't we can't judge them until Thursday. <laughs> Are you yeah. Mark Bridgman? Well, I mean, uh, do we want to do things correctly? <laughs> True, but I'm just saying, like this this upcoming game, will we will know maybe what he thinks. He might do a little bit of a, a blurb. Mm-mm. No? Yes. Didn't he do that last, early last season? I think so. I feel like I remember that. I remember yeah. everybody was going, everybody was, because <clears throat> he was doing so well. Oh, he's out there to crow. That's why he's out there. To, anyway. I'm like, no, he's giving a state of the union. Like, he's a fucking loud. But... <sighs> Did you see, I think it was last, was it last night? I hear if it was last night or the night before. Um, he was wearing this tie that on anybody else, it would not have gone with his outfit. It was like that checked tie. I don't know. I, I, on anybody else, I would have hated it, but it looked amazing on him. I anyway. see that. So, okay. the, I just saw like one shot of him. He's like drinking coffee. Or whatever, off to the side somewhere. It was amazing. I wonder how he takes his coffee. Hmm. I feel like he likes a little sugar. I'm kind of upset that we don't know this. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't even... That's the next, the next Ask Jeff Molson. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my question. How does Mark like his coffee? This is actually kind of... I. I'm going to judge him based on this. I really, I think he likes a little bit of sugar and like a splash of cream, but not a whole lot. Maybe I think he takes milk. Milk. He yeah, Maybe he does just like a little milk for his muscles. Yeah, he's got like he's his body's a machine, right? Yeah. I so think he ahead. drinks hot protein powder. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, well. Sounds awful. Yeah, it is awful because it is. It's good for you. <laughs> um, I take mine black. Oh and yeah. I put anything in it. Yeah. No sugar. I'll drink no it. Milk, no nothing. I'll drink it black or with cream. Hmm. Versatile. I uh, don't drink coffee. He drinks Mountain Dew because he's gross. Oh, I Lord. drink uh, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Excuse you. Milk. I only trust doctors. <laughs> Jesus. Oh dear. You know, it'd be funny if Dr. Pepper was cheaper in Canada. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's soda, so it's not. <laughs> I pay my taxes when I buy soda. I'm doing the American thing. You're it's welcome. It was a joke. <laughs> yeah, but in New York, it isn't because we pay because we pay more um, for soda. Same thing with beer. Same thing with everything. Which is why New York is called the Vampire State. And all you lazy motherfuckers that don't want to pay taxes, get over yourselves. Moving on. Um, what else was going there? So yeah, the special teams were great. So some tremendous things happened in the first mm-hmm. nine games. One of which will go down in Habs history as Victor Matei. 
my god! <laughs> he was so precious. He is so precious. Finally scored his first NHL goal, and uh, Minnesota. Right, that was against uh, the Wild. I think I think it was at home though, wasn't it? Yeah, Minnesota oh, at yes, home. Yes, it was definitely at home. I and just like with Kutkinen's first goal, I missed it. Yep. I didn't get to see it live. I heard it. I was fucking hung over that day, and that was the one <laughs> game that I missed completely uh, when I was in Japan. Oh, I remember. Oh, I was I was out. Ow, ow, ow. Oh my god. Let's pause here and take a moment to hear from another podcast in the Big Heads Media Network. Small Town Secrets is a podcast that explores the secrets and strangeness of small towns across the globe. They may be local legends, paranormal, true crime, or just plain weird. Join me every other week as I tell you stories of these small towns as well as local headlines and listener stories. Get it wherever you get your podcast. For more info, check out stscast.com. Every town has a secret. What is yours? Oh, my God. To hear Dan Robertson call that goal. Oh. He, he was so, it's you know, like, you could tell, like, he wasn't being a homer or anything, but he was pleased for the kid. Oh, Dan's and a huge homer. Later um, on the broadcast as well, Mike Johnson and Brian Mudrick um, said the same thing. They were both so happy for him. And just like to hear Dan Robertson and Momeso talk about how he had just scored and to listen to the bell center. Oh, it was it was I, just an absolute. I got tears in my eyes. Oh, they went crazy for him. Then they ought to they because. Fast. Yeah. Yep. Because Mete, Mete deserves that. Mete. Mete deserves Meat. that. And, uh, Meat. yeah. That's some good Did you hear later what, um, good um, memes. Shay Weber said to him? No. No. Uh, shit. I wish I could cite the source. It's reputable, but, um, I, I believe it was Mete himself who said, oh, I think it was Engels maybe that quoted it. But Mete said, he was asked what Shea Weber said to him. And I can't quote it exactly because it doesn't translate to real English for me. But he said something like, um, good job, meat, middle, something about, like, cheeseburger. Oh, oh, middle, oh, middle oh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, this is Did some. It's right some. It's some hockey slang. It's um. It's a greasy biscuit in the top corns. No, no, it was um. No, no, this was a um. Like middle, middle yeah, mid cheese. Mid cheese. Top cheese. No, no. Cheese. No, it was mid cheese because yeah, it was over. Oh. It was over the pad. Pretty sure it was mid cheese. Anyway, mid cheese. Got the monkey off his back. Oh my God! And um, Weber and Armia went to grab him, and you couldn't—the smiles couldn't have been bigger on their faces. Everybody was so happy for him, and Victor Mete got a tear. Mm-hmm. And he—he he had to wipe his eye before he went and 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 gave the high fives to the bench. Yes. And then in that same game, Nick Suzuki scored his first goal. Yeah, that's right. Yes. That's right. His first NHL goal. So that was a good night of firsts against Minnesota yeah. that they trounced because Minnesota, Minnesota was not having themselves a good game or a good season. And, of course, to balance that out, frickin' uh, the, the game in Minnesota for the Habs was not great, but doesn't matter. It just doesn't what matter. What did I mean to say about that game, though? What that? That where Victor Mete scored and Nick Suzuki scored his first NHL goal, they that was also a shutout. And Carey Price is now one away from Ken Dryden's record. That's yes. right. Another yes. yet another great record 
to uh, Trounce. It was mentioned on the broadcast, too, about uh, the holder of the top shutdown, uh, shutout record. And, um, of course, I can't recall his name because it's uh, somebody in Hab's lore that I don't recall. Something fella from something something like 60-some-odd shutouts in his (laughs) career, which is impossible, (laughs) just impossible to do now. I mean, yeah. it's it's very unlikely, but yeah. It's from original six days. Exactly, it's from the olden days. Asterix. Yeah. But um, regardless, no, no. The thing is, uh, surpassing Ken Dryden in anything. Good job, good job, kid. Good job, good job. Yeah, good job. It'll, it'll happen. I mean, I don't want to jinx it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a good feeling. Yeah, me too. Unless, of course, um, Harry Price asks to be traded, because that that happened too. Oh, where would he go? (laughs) Where would he fucking go? Because if Harry Price wants to win a Stanley Cup anywhere but them with the Montreal Canadiens, but yeah, that's the other thing. That's a talking point that I, 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 I can't do it anymore. I used to be able to entertain, to entertain it, but I really can't do it anymore. Listen to all the talk about how. Well, you know, six games into the season. Well, I mean, this team is obviously not going to win it. When are they going to be a contender? Terry Price, he's going to ask for a trade, you know, because he's going to get tired of this. And Shea Weber, like, just calm, calm down. Try to enjoy good things when they happen because exactly good things don't always happen. So no, I mean, the only place that Angela would want to go is Vegas. That's it. Yeah, there's, there's no. I mean, I don't. I can't imagine Angela being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's move to Winnipeg. No, that's not going to happen. Vancouver, but if oh, if maybe Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver. Yeah. Vancouver makes Seattle, sense. maybe. Seattle or Washington. Oh God, we oh, haven't yeah. even <laughs> thought about the fucking expansion draft. Oh, that's where Byron goes. Hey. Oh. That's it. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's it. That's the only. That's the only. That's the only thing that makes sense for Byron. My mom. So I had dinner with my mom tonight, and um. So my mom is for people who don't know her. My mom is a La Dame Blanche, aka Jeze- Jezebel, I N V A on Twitter. So if you see a random person follow you with that, that is my mom. She is a baby hockey fan. She's she's not that weird. She's, she's like a- the greatest Habs fan. She's awesome, and she's she loves awesome. KK, and she's yes. she's still learning things. So I did it with my mom tonight, <laughs> and she was like, what the fuck is everybody <laughs> doing talking about trading Paul Byron? And I was like, I, was like, I threw my hands up. I'm like, okay, listen, this is what's going on. And I'm like, yes. It's, I'm like, it's because he has value, and technically, on paper, we can afford to lose him. Or whatever. Um, so... It's just because teams have been calling. Yeah, exactly. Paul that is Byron. That, like Who br- wouldn't want Paul Byron? Exactly. Oh, the Flames. Calgary. Calgary. <laughs> yeah, Calgary. Calgary. They're like, nah, it's good. They're like, no thanks. No, thank you. Yeah, that's gonna and be like, something. I know that everyone is on the table technically. But technically. Giving Trading with Paul Byron right now, I feel like it would be really dumb. So there's, do there's no one that I can think of that. Uh, there's no one that I think of that could repl- that could take over what he does specifically currently on the roster. And then I have a hard time coming up with a name of somebody elsewhere in the league that could also do that. And I just also find that, I mean, we, and I know that I, in particular, have mentioned this kind of thing before, but he's been struggling. I happen to think that he's hurt. There's something that is ailing Paul Byron. And there's, and mm-hmm. it happens to every player. There's other things with that as well, because I remember during the preseason, he was not a happy boy. Mm-hmm. He, during yeah, the, the red and white scrimmage, he. <laughs> He tossed Nick Cousin like he was a sack of shit for reasons <laughs> undisclosed, but just like murdered him on on some 
uh, play in the neutral zone. I was like, oh, damn, this is a scrimmage. But, so there's that. You were there. And yeah, I was there. And then a, a play where he missed a goal. He broke his stick over yes. over the, the goal post. Like, where the goal got in, the puck went in. Yes, that's right. A goal against. And uh, he was none too happy about that. So, there's something going on with Byron. Be it physical. He has a burr or something. Yeah, be it Burn physical, mental, uh-huh. or personal. That's yeah. that's that it's on his mind. Something's up. Yeah. Now, granted, it's not to say that Byron's actually playing poorly. He's on the second line with Domi and Lekkonen, and those are prime people. Domi yeah. is essentially he he's the I mean he's the engine of that line. Lekkonen oh, yeah. Lekkonen doesn't produce as much. Byron hasn't produced as much, but with those two with Domi, they will click either that or people will want to put domi on the kk druen line and it's like holy shit <laughs> that would be quite a line that would be quite a line who knows the, another thing with byron is that he can play on the second line he can play on the fourth line yeah and he's a and, and he's a prime penalty killer because his speed yes. his speed you, you and can, his shorthandedness and that's the thing the penalty like, kill has been has not been great where they can't risk letting Byron go off on, you know, his a own. sprint on his on own. A, on exactly. a breakaway, yeah. I mean, he's he's been he's been very close to getting those breakaways, but I think teams know now that oh fuck, Byron's on the ice. We can't let him do anything. But yeah. there's such a there's there's such a system thing going on where teams are still figuring each other out, and they know that the Habs playbook from last season was Py- Byron's our boy on penalty kills. So they're going to keep an, you know, they're going to keep an eye on that. Try mm-hmm. to stimulate. Just like uh, with the power play, they're going to put 18 people on Weber to try and block a shot. You know, it's illegal. <laughs> That's dumb. It's illegal. Ryan but... Hartman. <laughs> oh my God. He's injured. He just got Webbered. He's out. Did you guys, did you guys see that? Wait, really? Yeah, he, he's been out. Yeah, Eric's Erickson Eck. He's been out since that game. Yeah, he's he's out for two weeks. What happened yeah. is that they had to amputate his leg, <laughs> put it into a, uh, a a a bathtub of stem cells, and now they're just waiting for it to come back. David and Beth. Yes. If Veronica. There is a way, if there is Veronica. A way for, it's online. It's available online somewhere. Ooh. But if there's a way for you to listen oh. to our beloved Dan Robertson. And Sergio Momesso calling that power play. <laughs> it is one of the most wonderful things I have ever heard. You hear Dan Robinson going, oh, my God. And you hear Momo going, oh, ow. And then <laughs> like, oh, my God, Weber again. Oh. And then in the end, when Dan Robertson goes, Weber again. And Momesso goes, Jesus. <laughs> oh, please. I can't, I, I can't do it justice, but if there's a way that you can listen to that call, the two of them, I mean, it should go in the highlight reel for life. Like this, oh, that's what Robertson said. After the second hit, he said, um, he said, ooh, he got hit again, and now he's contemplating retirement. <laughs> <laughs> well, but afterwards, when I went back to watch that, I was like, oh, uh, Mark Bergevin's going to want to watch that guy. Yeah. That yeah. Guy is not afraid to die. No. Freaking. I like, that guy on my team. The whole. On Sunday. Oh. Go ahead. On Sunday, I think it wasn't. Um, was it Dan? Who was it? Somebody was. Somebody got. I mean, Ryan Hartman got hit in the ankle with a shot from Weber because he was trying to block it. Right. And yes. somebody was like, is that a verb? Like, you just got Weber. <laughs> Maybe that was uh, Brian Mudrick. I think it was. It was. Brian. Oh, that's it that. That sounds like a, a Mudrickism. It was for definitely sure. Brian. I, yeah. I tagged him. I couldn't remember who I tagged on um, yeah. Twitter, but I was like, "Thank you for that. That was wonderful." Yeah. What I liked about um, Brian Mudrick when he was when we were watching the um, St. Louis game on Saturday afternoon, this past Saturday afternoon, um, it was unfortunate because as they they were down um, four to one, I believe it was. Four to one. Yeah, four to one. 
and they pulled their goalie with like four minutes left to go. And the Habs were valiant and held off St. Louis for a long while. And I was kind of disappointed that, you know, a goal finally went in on Carey with like 30 seconds left or something. Yeah, that's I felt bad for him. That's been a, a weird theme so far in this season letting in goals at the dying seconds of a of a period but we'll we'll get to that yeah but that was like an onslaught of like they were you know they were playing with the empty net and they were um st louis i should say was playing with the empty net and so they were outmanned but so it was after the goal that carry that got that went in on carry that um, St. Louis was still playing with the empty net and they were getting set up and Weber just intercepted a pass at his own blue line and just rifled it in. It was just like, enough. And that's exactly what Brian Madrid said. He said, see, Weber says that's enough of that. Right. You know, yeah. got it in the empty net. And it's still He's a goal. He's such a great captain and person. Mm-hmm. And how. Yeah. Yep. Um, did you guys see Fiala and Greenway versus Domi and Chiro Chirot? No. It what? was um I can't remember what period it was in, but it was they were all in front of the net in front of um Kincaid and <clears throat> um Greenway I, Greenway like fell on top of Kincaid and so he and Sherrod started shoving and then Fiala did something and so little Domi was <laughs> was just all up in Fiala's face it was just really fun and then I forget who else was on that line I think um, I want to I want no I, no not not KK I forget who the third player was um the third hab but it was just he was just like in the back, like, um, I'm just gonna be supportive over here. <laughs> and like, there wasn't, it might, might have been. Well, it'd be either Lekkinen or Byron if it was Domi, depending on the line change. Oh, yeah, it's true. Oh, true. Um, or, th- yeah, I don't know, but it was just, it was just funny, like, just like seeing the all these big guys and then like Domi, like, come on, let's go. <laughs> I am not afraid of you. He's no. not. No, he has no fear. No. I confess I haven't watched yesterday's game. That's the first time in many, many years. It's sitting there oh, on my right. PR. But yeah, I had a um, family family day yesterday, so I didn't watch any of it. And then I got kind of mad because they lost. So I thought, well, am I gonna sit down and watch it? I already know what happened. But have some wine. Chris fucking Lee did not do us any favors. Yeah, I, had, I, I missed a lot of the third because I had to go to the grocery store for the third time yesterday. Um, because I Why? Because I, for some reason I kept forgetting things even though I made a list and had it on my phone and was reading it when I was shopping. And I still forgot ingredients for my lunches. Um, so I was like, I need to go get this daggone thing before I, the grocery store closes. Um. But yeah, I saw a bunch of when I was in the store. I saw a bunch of tweets about Chris Lee, and I was like, "Who?" I, I thought he was a player first, and I was like, "Is there multiple? Are there multiple Lees in the NHL?" I thought no. they were just Anders, and then somebody was like, "No, he's a ref," and I was like, "Oh!" And so that's why I messaged you guys about who's that other ref that we hate. Oh, I couldn't right. remember. Besides TJ Luxmore. No, yes, TJ Yeah, I couldn't remember his no. name. Chris Lee is not not beloved. Yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. said if you look at the games that he calls and look at the penalties um, for when he ca- calls for Montreal, Montreal always has more. I haven't done this myself. I've looked at myself, but somebody said that whenever he calls Montreal games, Montreal always has more penalties. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, he's he's not he's he's notorious. Super. Yeah. Just great. Love yeah. it. I'm mad nobody told me that TSN got a shot clock finally. I saw it last night and I got really excited. What? They got a, They have a, you know, Sportsnet and I think NBC always have a little shot clock up perpetual 
a perpetual one instead of just showing it randomly. TSN never had one. And now they finally do. Yeah, because... It's ugly, but... good. It looks like a snooze button. So, like, the shots per team, you mean? Shots per team, yeah. Shots on goal? Okay. Yes. Yeah, no, I've noticed that, too, because I'm looking and I'm like, wait, when are they going to put it up? And then I just go online and see for myself. Yeah. Yeah, I usually have the, uh, uh, like, either... Yeah, I probably have NHL.com up, and I just refresh it when I want the shots updated. Yeah. Um, I have, yeah, the, the app. If yeah. you just go into Game Game Center, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it'll show. Yeah, it'll show you everybody that's on the IEs and how many shots and all that stuff. Everything a growing boy or lady needs. Hockey fan. <laughs> yeah. Hockey fan is gender neutral. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hockey's for everyone. Yes. Yes. Fucking right. Let's see here. It's been pouring rain here in British Columbia. It did that here yesterday for two days. Let me tell you something about rain. Oh, my God. God. (laughs) I mean. Here we go. Let me look at my my radar app. I can go look at you, Veronica. I don't know how many listeners have gone through a typhoon and an earthquake, (laughs) but. That's I went through a hurricane and an earthquake. During vacation, but I, I have. I have. Oh, it's, that storm is Italy-shaped, Veronica. In my province? Uh, yeah. It's I like... drove through a puddle. Oh, thank goodness for Shea Weber. <laughs> I mean, I would, also, I would do multiple because things for Shea Weber. All, all the little baby cars around me got flooded in a curtain of water <laughs> but yeah it's really like and and we're built around here to withstand heavy rain it has been raining raining rain on the rain, rain. <laughs> that was falling falling Ooh, i was really off key Sorry. You're perfect. I've had neutrals tonight. I've been trying to deal with um, <laughs> Canadian Canadian elections. I was pre- pre- preparing myself for any outcome. So anyway, had a couple neutrals. Some yeah, it must be Sorry. nice not living in a fascist state. <laughs> Just going to throw that out there. Anyway. Must be great. My singing is worse than usual. No, you're perfect. <laughs> You're so supportive. That was the other thing that I was going to say about um, Paul Byron and how, you know, Paul Byron struggles for a few games and then everybody's talking about how he's going to be traded. Oh, he'll be And I feel fine. like that's not how you, that's not how you support somebody in that situation. Can you no. imagine in real life if you're struggling and everybody's like, you're terrible. We're shipping you out of town. You're such a disappointment. <laughs> how can you, like, how do you, why, how can you do that? You don't, that's not what you do. Is that how you are supportive? This is how we do. This is how you do mm-hmm. it. Oh, wow, that's a... <laughs> Saturday night, I don't know the words. <laughs> Mm. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, you the don't sit on people when they're down. The oh, the curious case of Paul Byron. Did you know that Paul Byron played 56 games last season? Cuz he was hurt. Yes. And in hurt. those 56 games, he amassed 31 points. Paul Byron has 73 more games to do stuff, which means that he more than likely will we gotta we gotta we gotta take we gotta take the pillow off of byron's face here a little bit just a little bit um because yeah he'll be he'll be what 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 do you mean suffocating him what is that expression oh yeah let's do that okay because it's montreal i didn't know that expression i made it up right now oh okay yeah it's not it's not it's not in usual vernacular okay (laughs) As one, okay. as one would say, I guess. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So, yeah. Why? 
why the reaction is always to attack. And it's just like last year with Jonathan Drouin, mm -hmm. which who I think it's like quitting smoking. Yeah. You quit smoking when, and I say this from experience, somebody who smoked cigarettes for a long time, much longer than I should have, and no longer do. It's something that just snaps. It's something that just goes in your brain where you say, I'm not going to do this anymore. And I kind of feel like Jonathan, with all of the pressure that he's under and scrutiny and uh, 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 what's that word? Uh, what's that word? Critic. Critic. Criticize. Critic. Yeah. Criticize. Nice. Um, that's not the word. Criticism. Oh. oh. My God. Where are my words tonight? So all that criticism, and I think he just decided not to listen to it mm -hmm. anymore. And it just has no effect on him anymore. Because even though um, in the preseason, people were trading him in the preseason. And something tells me that he's not letting that get to him anymore. It's just like quitting smoking. It's something that happens in your brain where it's just you turn a page and you don't go back. And I think that's kind of what happened with him. But the tendency to eat our young, I just don't understand how it, it helps anybody. Like the fan or the media to live with that sort of dark cloud that sort of some people seem to need and it, it doesn't help like to say well i'd be less hard on him or i'd be a lot easier on him if he was just good so how are you helping him be good by constantly shitting on him and shipping him out of town every time he does something that you don't like this morning i was listening to the tony marinero show hey, hey tony I, is quite a <laughs> hi tony yeah hi tony a friend <laughs> of the podcast We'll have him on one day, and that'll be funny. Oh, my fucking <laughs> God. How's the sauce, Veronero? <laughs> he did, just came back from vacation. Oh, good um, for him. But he has this fellow on, a recurring guest. So I was listening to Tony because it was the lead into the house lunch every day. But he has this recurring guest who hates Jonathan Drouin. It's not... He doesn't even disguise it. He hates him. And every time I've heard him for the last two years, that's all he can do is shit on this player and basically call him a failure and all of those awful things. And so today was the first time that he had been on this season with Tony, apparently. Um, and so nearing the end of his hit, Tony said to him, hey, you know, how about Jonathan Dwayne? Hmm. This guy, if I had clocked it, I I can pretty much guarantee that he spent two minutes shitting on him. Well, last year he did this, and last year he did this, and he did this, and he did this. He spent two minutes shitting on him before he could concede that so far, so good, but we'll see. It's like, and then you expect them to... Did you know... How, like, how are you uplifting these players? Did you know that the best quality of any man is their ability to not be wrong? To, I'm sorry? The best quality of any man is to not be wrong. And they will stand on a hill and defend their not wrong opinion... Until the day that they die. And the hockey world is full of these men. Yet also the planet Earth is also full of these men. That cannot ever, and, and women, ever, and ever be wrong. Yes, if we want to be neutral. But in general, you ask a guy a sports opinion and he'll stick with it. No matter what the fuck evidence you throw at him in general. Uh, so that guest on Tony Marinero is a motherfucking idiot. Donaldson Drouin is great at hockey, and that guy probably just scratches his balls watching hockey all day and doesn't do anything else with his life. So fuck him. <laughs> well, and I mean, 
it's just like sick of it sick of it i'm not dealing with it who um have this trying to create this rivalry about who's the best defenseman on the montreal Canadiens. it's a lot of these people are just trying to justify their three-year-old opinion that shea weber is over the hill Mm -hmm. because they've been trying to justify this opinion for the past three years that he's passed his use-by date. Yeah. So they just keep... And it's just like... And, and poor poor Jeff Petrie has to deal with the fallout. Yeah. And he's all, all he's trying to do is just win, fucking win hockey games. And Petrie's and doing very good at kids. that. And raise those three beautiful children. Yeah. But Petrie has been great. There was one game where I thought Weber did not make good decisions, and I was very vocal about that. Now, that's the first time I think in my life where I was like, mm, Weber should have done something different there. Because every other game I see Weber playing, he's fine. Okay, but I feel like he's yeah. allowed to have a bad day. Yeah, so is the team. The team's allowed to have 15... Yeah, they're allowed to have yep. 15 bad games a season. If they have 16, I'm flipping shit. <laughs> so far, we've come across, I think, one, maybe two bad games. So 13 more. No park bench will be safe. Yeah, none. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. I can't even get into it. Granted, we are at the end of the episode, so I guess I can get into it. But I don't think I want to. We have reached the end. Maybe next time. So, the next game is against San Jose. And San Jose, man, they are quite... They, they're not doing good. Well, they're not doing good, but they got weapons on that team that always hassle the Habs. Now, the Habs can win at home against San Jose. The biggest streak at the moment for the Habs at losing is in San Jose. The California trip, I think, is coming up, right? Yeah, the Western Swings coming up at some point. Uh, next week or soon, and uh, actually, I'm going to double check that right now. Yeah, double check that. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay, yep. Home. Yep, they're uh, going. Uh, oh yeah. Well, of course. Well, no. Right. Next week, I'll be in Vegas to watch them. So that's right. That's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but on Halloween. But yes, on Halloween. But that's not the Western Road mm -mm. trip, though. Then they go to Dallas, and then they're back home. Yeah. When the fuck is that? Do you know what else is we beat uh, Minnesota for the first time since 2014, I think. Yes. Well. We lost yesterday, but. Yes. That, yeah. That was a that was a streak that they did snap. The thing <gasps> is, they don't go on the on the California. It's not until March. Yeah, until March. There's Ooh. still not a game on my birthday this year. They keep skipping it. That What's is your birthday? Your birthday is the same day as somebody else's. It's March eleventh. March eleventh, but it was something last year that we discovered was the same day as some other really important day. Ah, oh, March twenty sixth, my birthday. They're against Florida. Yay! Party in Montreal. Yay! <laughs> it's on a Thursday. On Yay! Oh, it's the probably. same day Mulan comes out. Ah! <gasps> I'm going to have so much to do on my birthday extended weekend. You, when is your birthday, Veronica? April 12th. They do not it have a game. It usually coincides with yeah. uh, playoffs. Because so last, the last game is the, the fourth. end of the regular season. Your birthday's on Easter Sunday. Wow. Yeah, it's usually around Easter. But however Easter works. Because sometimes Easter's, it's March. Easter is done by the lunar calendar, so it's always jacked up. Little bunny foo-foo walking through the forest. <laughs> da -da 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 -da. Batch him on the head. We know that song really well. Okay. I think that's it for the happy hour. We're back <laughs> to our regularly Yay! scheduled uh, yes. programming, as usual. We'll be Monday on nights, Monday yeah. nights. That's it. Monday nights. Which means Monday. Thursday we have nights. have a guest lined up for next Monday. Oh, we do, don't we? That's right. We do have a guest Yay! lined up, and you got to listen to figure out who it is. That's and right. um, Tune in next week. It's going to be <laughs> fucking cool, though, because this person... We don't know if it's a he or she. Well, we do. <laughs> but this person is very, very cool. So we can't wait to have this person on. 
And that's it. So, we're yeah. back. Thanks for listening. Yay. Go Habs, go. Go Habs, go. Bye. Bye.